This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Let me tell you, I am about to blow the lid off of Hollywood. All right. So Friday, this Friday, I'm going to pitch my show to Netflix. Okay. I called them up. I said, guys, I know you're affiliated with Disney in one way or another, ABC, I don't know. You have those Marvel shows, so you got some connection. Yeah, yeah. Let's get in touch. Let's get together. Have a have a heart-to-heart, a businessman meeting. Have a powwow. Let's have a powwow get down. I'll wear my finest cologne, and I'll bring my boomerang cards to pass around. But here's what I'm doing. And guys, don't even fucking try to steal this from me, because you know what happens? I've got copyrights up the yin-yang. You know what? I got attorneys out the ass. We got Michael uh, Ironside Iron, coming out of Iron my ear. Naughty. Yeah, we got Michaels. We got all the Michaels that you need to be protected legally. Oh, we you know, got Rune Glyphberg on the case. All the contents of this episode, copyright 2018, Cool Parents Industries. Yeah, and we got we got Chad Muska, we got Kareem Campbell on our legal don't team. Give it, don't, don't give it away. Ooh. Part fucking break you part of their strategy is to take them by surprise and they're like oh, i didn't that, give away holy the, shit is that chad muska i didn't give away the dude the I'll, I'll, vote however, I'll vote however chad wants me to vote yeah because you know what he taught me how to do a tail whip so i owe him he taught me how that. to do it yeah right <laughs> <laughs> i bet he did so here's here's what i'm pitching okay i hope it's bitching are you familiar? You're familiar with uh, Riverdale. It's just uh, the idea of it. You know, you know that Riverdale exists. Yeah, isn't it fucking? Uh... It's a show. It's a. It's an adaptation of Archie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Archie, and it's like darker, moodier, yeah, yeah, emoer, and kind of thing. I've never seen it. It's like Gotham, but Archie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, I've never seen it, but I know it has a big following. So that's very, it's very marketable. Lots of hunks on that show. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure the six packs galore. Yeah. Well, I have an idea. I was watching Doug the other day, and I had a thought. Imagine t- taking that same approach to Doug's universe, a, sh- a new show, a serialized dark drama. Dark. Gritty teen drama, like high school, college-age drama. Yeah, yeah. Called Bluffington. <laughs> and I'm not even fucking kidding you. I'm not exaggerating at all. I would suck so many dicks to make this happen. I don't. I think Nickelodeon owns Doug, though. No, Disney owns Doug. Do they? Yeah, Disney bought the right to Doug and then made the shit Doug that nobody likes, and I don't even consider canon. And um, the guy Jim, Jim, whatever, what the fuck is his name? The creator, Jim, um, wanted to do like a follow up of some kind, but couldn't. I saw an interview with him. He talked about how Roger Klotz is in jail now. <laughs> he talked about how Doug was obviously like him. Yeah. And in real life, he, you know, grew apart from the real Patty Mayonnaise. And it turned out that that girl that he based Patty Mayonnaise on, uh, after not talking to him for years and years, she just called him out of the blue because of a um, reunion mm-hmm. coming up. 
and he was like, no, I'm not going to the reunion, but we should meet up sometime. And he was like, all stoked about it. Like, it's like a, basically a dog episode. Yeah. Turns out she lived like right across the block from him in New York. <laughs> yeah. And he went over to visit and he was like, he's, she opened the door and he said that she was like perfect and everything. And then she's like, oh, I'd like you to meet my husband. Oh. And then he's like, so Doug. Was it Skeeter? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Doug um, probably is never going to happen. But he said that if it did, like, I mean, a follow-up of some kind. Yeah. Um, he said that if it did, Roger Claus is in jail and uh, Doug and Patty are not together. <laughs> huh. So, anyway. That's, that's sad. What is Roger in jail for? He didn't get that deep into it. I'm but, asking you. Well, he's not in jail. Because I have at least a season's worth of um, bullet points here to create some fucking intrigue in yeah. this show Bluffington on Netflix. <laughs> here it is. Listen. Could so, Nickelodeon technically do that, though? No. They sold all the rights to Disney. It would have to be Disney. It would have to be Disney, yeah. But that's the thing. I mean, like, they would do it. Like, look at how... I don't think they would do it at this. Well, maybe. But it would it would get a whole different demographic watching Disney again. Well... And right. also, I don't think the demo but that it would... It they would make so to. much money because of nostalgia and shit, too. Like... Think about how Archie was, and then Doug, for our generation, is even more, like, nostalgia-inducing. Yeah. They would make fucking bank off of Bluffington. I think, yeah, I think it's a great idea. But... I'm not saying it's a bad idea. You haven't even heard the story yet. I already think... I'm already on board. Okay, I knew you would be. And I know the Netflix people will be... Yeah. Yeah, I'm really anxious about this uh, meeting on Friday, but... (laughs) But I'm gonna... I think I'm going to ace it. So keep an eye out for uh, Bluffington on Netflix. But here, let me spoil it for you. Um, it's dark. Dark. It's live action. Live action. Uh, it's a reboot. Reboot. Obviously. I think they're going to be in a, like a private high school or a college. Okay. I, I don't, I haven't decided on that yet. Um, the main reason. Can um, I, can I pitch you something? Yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I know you don't like the, the Disney series. Right. But one thing I liked about the Disney series is that they went to BB Bluff High School. Yeah. Which was shaped, shaped. like her face. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think seeing a live action version of that no, would be. No, 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 no. This is grounded. Like, this is legit grounded. That wouldn't happen in real life. It might. No. Her family's very rich. I know that. Very wealthy. No. No. Listen, Doug in the cartoon. Yes. Is big on drawing. That's yeah. his thing. He draws. He draws comic books and shit. Yeah. In Bluffington, he's an aspiring police sketch artist. So he is working some sort of internship or... How old is Doug in this reboot? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Um, if, it's, if it's a private school, they would probably have some sort of internship where he's, you know, working at a as a secretary or something at a forensics lab or, or something like that. Yeah. So he's in the shit, you know, he's seeing stuff about this, uh, this case that I'm about to get into. Yeah. yeah. He's learning a lot about his town. He's learning a lot about the, the shady, it's dark, uh, unfortunate history. Well, not history. I'm talking about the shady, the secrets that, that are hidden beneath the, the soil. Like the secrets of the nematode. Yeah. Well, that, that comes into play. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's get into it. So let's say he's. 19 he's 18 he's still in high school so he's a senior no we get him we start him off as a junior 
But then, what, do you think he would be working? I guess he would be work. Could still be working the job. Well, I, you want to get at least two seasons where he's in high school, and then we'll upgrade him to college. All right. So he's in high school. He's working as the secretary, but he wants to be a police sketch artist. So yeah. he does it like, oh, I got it. So like when they're doing their interviews with witnesses and stuff, yeah, he's practicing along. Yeah. So he's like in the other room, like fucking Matt Damon doing his shit and uh, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. You know, like he's just like. Whatever, I can do it, even though I'm not supposed to be. I'm a janitor, but I can do math good. Yeah. So he's sketching them, and then they see it, and his sketch leads to a discovery of some kind. So that that's how he gets his credibility, credibility. as a sketch artist. But, okay, so let me get into this. B.B. Bluff has gone missing. Now, in the show, is she blue? No. Excellent. Did you know that it's spelled B-E-E-B-E? No, that's weird. I figured it was just the letter B twice. Uh, oh, I I figured it was B-E-E-B-E-E. Or at least B-E-E. two B-E-E's, yeah. But no. Like my kitty cat. Anyway. Except with these. B.B. Bluff goes missing. Now, this has a tone of a, like a true detective or a fucking, at least like a Twin Peaks. It's it's definitely got a Twin Peaks sort of vibe. Yeah, yeah, okay. Now, B.B.'s dad is Bill Bluff. Of course. He's the, very well. The richest businessman in Bluffington. they Fucking named the town after his family line. But they never, on the cartoon that I can remember, yeah. mention what his line of work is. Mm. He's in the mafia. That's what I'm thinking. I think he's doing some shady business dealings, at the very least. He's in the mob. He's also got some links to the Chinese government. So there's a, um, you know, a going murmur around Bluffington that perhaps the fact that Bill Bluff... Uh, is doing shit for the mob, maybe something went bad in a transaction and B.B. was kidnapped by his former employers or something like that. So they think it might be related. She's been taken uh, as a sort of hostage or possibly revenge if she's turned, if she happens to turn up dead. Right. Um, which, spoiler, she does. She's oh, dead. Oh, no. B.B.'s dead. Uh, you, you're going to kill B.B.? Well, it's going to be up in the air for the entirety of the first season. Okay. Probably find out she's dead at the season finale of season one. Okay. But is she? Well. Is there a reasonable doubt? It, well, I don't know. Man, Stranger Things, they did That's that. what I was going to say. We got a, we got a Will. stuffed kid. Will, Will Byers, sort of. That was his name was? Byer? By, Byers. Byers. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, her dad, he has to have like a cover-up business, though. Cause some, like, not everyone's on to him. But there's there's yeah. people think that he's he's in the mob or a mob boss. Yeah, but it's got to be something like like he's a oil baron. Yeah, something like that. That's too, no, because he's he'd, fucking loaded. He wouldn't need to be in the mob though if he well, if he was an oil man. Plus, is there an oil oil in? Well, no, him? but he, if he's not actually an oil man, but he's that's his cover. He owns the Honkerburger food chain. Oh, I that that could work. But he got the funding from the mob. Right, right. So they want their cut now yeah. that Honkerburger's gone. Worldwide, yeah, worldwide, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, that 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 may work. Um, it's a honker burger on every continent except Australia because Australia is not fucking real. <laughs> That's true. Bluffington, very real. So we have our prime suspects in this case of of the missing BB Bluff. Of course, Bill is going fucking wild, throwing money at it, yeah. hiring private detectives, and you know, doing everything he can. Maybe it's maybe it's because he feels guilty about. It. We don't know. But the prime suspects Is are... the mob on the case, too? What? Is the mob also searching for who killed his daughter? Trying to figure it out? 
Why would they be? Because he's in, he's in it, right? Uh, I would think that it was like he fucked over the mob, like he was greedy. Oh, and then they they like they can't kill such a prominent businessman. That's yeah. But maybe they could exact their revenge in some other way. Cut his daughter's head off, put it in the bed with him like a prized horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's dark. <laughs> yeah, well, it's Netflix. You can yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Prime suspects are obviously Roger Klotz. Yep. Ned, Willie White, uh, and Boomer Bledsoe. So there those are the only suspects? No. Okay. No. But there there are some that throughout the season will be fingered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd uh, love to watch Doug finger them. <laughs> So Doug's doing his own Doug's personal. Doug's witnessing the crime. He's fingering Roger Claude. <laughs> Boomer. Boomer. We'll get to Boomer, actually. I okay. have some shit about Boomer. So uh, all these people, ha- there, are, there are reasons that, that they're suspected. Doug is following up on them on his own because the town's not doing their fucking job. Okay. They're just trying to close the case. They don't really care about what actually happened to BB. I got it. Okay. What? The high school becomes BB Bluff High School, but we don't we don't go with the her face as the the top of it. Maybe in later seasons. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe in later seasons. So later on down the line. Now Willie White, he you know who he is. He's one of Roger's uh, goons. Goons. He's the dumbest one. Yeah. And that's in the cartoon. That's like an ongoing thing. He's, right, right, he's right. the dumbest one of the bunch. So the police go he's after. A bit dim. The police specifically go after him. To uh, get in to interrogate him like Brendan Dassey kind of situation, yeah. you know, to coerce a, some sort of implication, some some information out of him, right? But Willie's dad, remember, is the mayor of Bluffington, who could be aiding in the cover up to exculpate his son. So this is this is up in the air. So we don't. This is part of the intrigue of the series. He might be involved. Anybody could be involved. Right. You know, but the mayor could be covering up. He's using his position of power to cover up the fact that his son has done a murder and he doesn't want it to sully his his good family name. Of course. Conspiracy, obviously. Also, in Doug, originally, Willie had a crush on Bibi. I don't know if you remember that. I don't. So this could lead to motive. Maybe he and his goons, Roger and and, and, and those guys... Uh, were hired by Bluff's illicit business partner, business rivals, mafia guys, whatever they are, we don't know yet. They could have been hired due to his perceived closeness to the victim. So they see that Willie has a crush on BB, like maybe they find her name in his phone or something like that. Yeah. So they're like, he has access to this girl. He's going to be the fall man. He's going to be the guy we pay. He's going to take the heat for the crime eventually. He's the fall guy. And he, you know, if we pay him, he he's he's a dumbass. Yeah. And he'll get his goon friends together and they'll go kill us a BB. So, oh, they're going to hire him to actually kill BB? Yes. Oh, they I've, don't do I, that. They don't do it themselves. I was going to say I thought like you get you trick him into like getting her somewhere where they can they can kill her. Maybe, but or so, I don't we don't. That's part lines. of that's part of the mystery. We don't know the specifics, right? This just going to unfold later on. But but that early on in the season, that's what it seems like is that's yeah, that's one of the possible leads. Okay. So 
Roger definitely knows more than he leads on. Right. He may have been involved. Roger in... Klotz played by Macklemore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a hunk. He may have been involved in disposing of the body or something, if it was a murder. Roger's got some sort of blood on his hands, whether he did the murder or not. Right, exactly. He definitely he, knows more he than he lets on. He knows more than he lets on, for sure. Now, now, is Roger Green in this? No. Okay. So, when Roger convinces Doug to try to bag a nematode, it's because Doug is on to them. Doug is on to the goons because of his job. He's following the cases and doing his own PI work. Right. On the side, like, like Jack Bandit, like Veronica Mars, <laughs> he's being Jack Bandit. That's yeah, but this. it's just a nod. It's a subtle nod. He doesn't say. Nobody says Jack Bandit. But <laughs> I don't know about that. No, <laughs> definitely, that's too much. Too much. It's gotta be real. So Doug's on to them. Roger somehow gets Doug to go nematode hunting. Okay. So that he gets Doug deep into the woods alone, so he can fucking kill him and dump him in the pond. Yeah. Stinson's Pond. Stinson's Pond. Exactly. But it's going to backfire, obviously. Okay. When it backfires, Roger's questioned by the authorities. How does he try to kill him? Suffocate him with the nematode bag? He, he puts that over his head, yeah. he tries. Doug, to... Zon, Doug has a feeling that this is going to happen. He's carrying a pepper spray. Yeah, he's ready for it. He's ready. He's one step ahead of him. He judo chops him in the neck, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be two hits. Doug hitting him in the neck. Doug hitting him in the neck one more time. Yeah. <laughs> So, after that, he's in police custody, Roger is. Roger's obviously racist, you know, let's just be real, he's a racist. So, he tries to direct authorities toward Fentruck, the foreign exchange student. I don't recall him. You remember Fentruck? No. He would He would always make, like, the armpit farts to say hello. He's like, that's how we say hello in our country. It's like this really... <laughs> you don't remember that? No. no okay. I forgot about him. Well... I haven't watched Doug in a very long time. This is gritty. Shit's heavy. Yeah. And Roger's a fucking racist. Okay. Now, let me ask you one more question. In this iteration, is the Skeeter Valentine blue? <laughs> so, another red herring, perhaps? Alan Moose Leach? They are suspected, obviously, by their peers to be involved somehow because they're socially awkward and they act strangely. Um, but that's just a that's just a simple red herring, just a flat out red herring. Right. No truth to that whatsoever. They just happen to be the creepy people who you see wandering around places they shouldn't be, and you're like, "There's something up with them." Turns out you're just you're just judging a book by the cover. Yeah, which is wrong. Which is wrong. Alan Moose Leach, they're good boys. Yeah, yeah. They just you know they're just a little weird. Yeah. Now that's like the the fundamental basis of the show mm. bb's gone they're all trying to figure out what happened the whole town is talking about it it's like the fucking uh story of the century because you know what happens in the, the whole bluffington is like the whole town is owned by this fucking guy right and his daughter's missing it's like he uh, controls the media too he owns the local newspaper Right. The only time anything yeah, so happens you can't in Bluffington is when the Beats come through. You can't trust anybody. Now, the Beats... Well, Beats usually come through Bloatsburg. Right. But they stop in Bluffington to hit, the, hit up the Honkerburger. And the sometimes Honkerburger. to play at the school. Yeah, sometimes you, they play uh, banging on a trash can, drumming on now, a streetlight. Now, in my version of Bluffington, yeah, yeah. the Beats are a dark wave band. Okay. 
So I like that. Definitely. Yeah. But they still do bang they still do the hits. They do dark wave versions of it. Just those like songs. Joy Division sounding yes. versions of them. Yeah, exactly. We should make one of those too. That's a good idea. Holy well, shit. We should definitely Let's do that. Let's definitely do that. You'll hear that in one of the upcoming episodes, sure. I'm what sure. Are, uh, other songs that they do bang on a trash, trash can. can. Uh wait, that wasn't them, was it? I need more allowance. Yeah. But banging on a trash can, wasn't that? That was Doug. Doug's band. Yeah. That and then Think Big. Think Big. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Fuck. But they did. Um, I did more that words. They did that and they did fucking uh, Killer Tofu. Killer Tofu. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Killer That's Tofu the is the one. We should fucking play that live. You want to? Yeah. We're going to be playing a show at the end of June. You want to do? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's right. do I Need More Allowance, too. Why the fuck not? Let's just do all <laughs> the beats. Let's make a medley. <laughs> Let's fucking do it. I like it. Let's do it. But listen up. Mr. Dink? Mr. Dink. Double income, no kids. How did you know that? I've, I've always known that. I just I learned that when I was reading about, about Mr. Dink. Really? This. Yeah. Yeah, double income, no kids. Wow. 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 So, Mr. Dink uh, suffers from psychosis in this version. So psychosis? He's, he's delu- delusional and, you know he may not there may not actually even be a tippy yeah he definitely doesn't have all that money the shit that he says is very expensive it's just trash and part of his uh affliction is an addiction to chocolate shakes that's that's how he has his um his dentures as everybody knows his false teeth because he had too many chocolate shakes growing up also patty's mom perished in a car accident which also put her dad in a wheelchair. The circumstances of said accident. Suspect, at best. I don't know how this is going to tie in, but we're planting a seed for later. Yeah. There's a deeper conspiracy here. That's season two. Season two is centered around Patty's uh, family history and the cover-up of um, something. You'll have to wait and see. Absolutely. One other little um, facet of this this whole saga. Joe Valentine, Skeeter's pup. Yeah. Skeeter's pet pet has short term memory loss. You remember that in in Doug? No. He he can't finish his sentences. He loses his temper and turns red all the time and tries to count to ten when he to call, call him, do you remember that? And he's like one, yeah. two, ten. ten. Yeah. Yeah. Forgot about that. So He's abusive, right? I don't know. That's the thing. Could he be involved in the disappearance of BB somehow he's in the mob. The the, the thing, the, the big thing here is that he has short term memory loss. That's a fact. Yeah. So he we might get a fucking memento sort of situation. That's exactly what I was saying. Yeah. Fuck. Yes. We got a memento sort of situation on our hands. He is trying. We'll have episodes that follow him. Yeah. And With no explanation. No until explanation until the on. end. We don't know what the fuck is going on. He doesn't know what the fuck is going on. He doesn't know if he did it or not. Right. He may have been involved as far as he's concerned. Yeah. And he's like, he feels guilty, but he's also, but he doesn't, he doesn't know. We should have a, uh, an episode where he goes and confesses to the police. Yeah. But then it turns out he didn't do it. Right, the right. The plot thickens. Right, right, right. Yeah. Officer Studebaker. Yeah. Chalky Studebaker. So, side notes here. There's some side notes. Do you have that, Chucky Studebaker in there? Um, because he absolutely needs to become a cop. But he's he's the same age. Yeah, he, I'm not saying he's a cop. I, I mean, I oh, was. Eventually. I was maybe his dad's a cop or something. Yeah, I don't know what his dad is. Well, Chucky Studebaker, he's got like this that 
rivalry with his brother, right? And his dad like hates him. Chalky Studebaker. Chalky Studebaker is a football player. He's like the jock, but he's yeah, like yeah. nice to Doug. Yeah, yeah. But he he he's oh Doug jock. takes the fall for him. Remember that Doug takes the fall for him when he cheated. He plagiarized something. Doug takes the blame, and Chalky gets off scot free at first so that he can still play the football <laughs> game. That's what it is. And he wants to make his pet pet proud. Yeah. But then he comes clean. He well, Doug tells his dad, if I remember correctly, or like his dad overhears Doug fucking talking to himself about it. <laughs> I think that's what happened, actually. <laughs> but Chalky also he had a rivalry with his brother because his dad loved his brother, but didn't like him as much. That's sad. Yeah, that's that's good. That's great for that's Bluffington. That's perfect for Bluffington. Yeah. It only gets worse in his yeah. late oh teens. God. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, uh, so also his Chalky Studebaker's dad, yeah, possibly the murderer. No way to know. No way to know. Any everyone's a suspect, including Doug. You know what I'm thinking? You know Ned? Yeah. Well, first of all, in the cartoon, why the fuck does he have that one big eye? I don't know. So in my version, he's missing an eye. He's got an eye That's, patch. Yeah, on. yeah. He's got an eye I was patch. On. Suggest, yeah, yeah. So great minds. I know. So also, Mister Shellacky, definitely in prison. I don't know who that is. The guidance counselor got the hug me sweatshirt on. Oh, okay. And he like plays with fucking rockets and planes in his office. I'll tell you what else he plays like with. A child himself in public. Yeah, I could see him being a criminal. What's he in prison for? We don't know. But will we find out? We might. There's a lot to. That'd be like 22 episodes if we did it in this season. The, like, there's so fuck. This is such a rich tapestry to work with. How about? Oh my god. How about? Um, we have someone go to the prison to meet with some like someone that's locked, like Roger Claus. Someone goes and meets with Roger. Yeah, Doug goes and meets with Roger, and it's just like it's just a quick Easter egg. Like you see, Mister, what's his name, Mister Shalaki. Yeah, you see Mister Shalaki wearing a hug, a hug me pin on his fucking his prison says orange jumpsuit, or he's in a holding cell because like he's all dirty and shit, but he's still wearing his regular clothes. He hasn't been transferred yet to prison. That's a good idea too. Yeah, yeah he's just in the and his hair is all fucked up and his glasses are broken. He's drunk tanked. He's drunk tanked, <laughs> but he's drunk got blood driving. on him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we don't. That's all. That's all. You just get that quick glimpse. Yeah. And then maybe, maybe it becomes relevant later. That's okay. like some David Lynch shit right there. Yeah. Like three seasons go by and then suddenly it's... You it's see him again. Important. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, this is good. Also... I legitimately like this idea. Me too, right? <laughs> like, uh, that's what I mean. I would fucking... I would love to see this shit. I would pay good money yeah. to see this shit happen. And I know lots of people would. Yeah. Like, lots of people would. I, I I could tell any one of our friends about this, Definitely. and they would all be into it. I guarantee it. So, hopefully it all goes well on Friday. I don't know if we can fit Derek Derrickson in somehow. I just really love that name. Yeah. Because it's hilarious. Maybe and the fact season. that he's a famous fucking Shakespearean figure skater is funny to me. Oh yeah, he could he could make it he could same thing as Mr. Shellacky. He make just makes a cameo at some yeah, point. Yeah, oh I got it, I got it. Doug's parents are like watching the Olympics and it's, it's like a musical Derek Derrickson. No, no, no. It's a musical number that is to a Beats Dark Wave song. Uh, and uh, but it's he's got his Shakespearean garb on, his you know, like he's that's kind of the, the nod to the Shakespearean part. Yeah. But it's all like an interpretive he's a skull. Yeah, yeah, like an interpretive um, figure skating routine that 
will contain clues to what's coming up in the show. It's just, this would be like a one of those weird David Lynchian sort of moments. Okay. I'd appreciate that if just an episode started off with that. Yeah, and then it just goes in, into, like, then Judy's in the audience because she's in love with him in the show, and Doug. Yeah, so Judy's, just like, it, it just pans to Judy, and she's watching the performance and crying, and then it just... It, and then she gets, like, a fucking doo, alert. Doo, 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 she gets doo, doo, an alert, a news alert on her phone. Yeah. That B.B. Bluff's body has been found. Yes! Fuck yes, bitch. At the end of season <laughs> one. Yeah. Yeah. So... This is awesome. Yeah, it really is. Like, I... uh please. I don't care. Somebody make this happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so powerless and powerful at the same time. Yeah. What can I do? Those guys, those big wigs at Netflix aren't going to listen to a little boy like me. Never say never. But Justin Bieber. Exactly. Anyway, this uh, this shit's already already copyrighted, so don't even yeah. try it. It's copy. It's not only is it copyrighted, it's copyright. Copy wrote. Copy wrote. You know? Murder she wrote. Worldwide. Copy she wrote. Do you remember how Roger Klotz would call Skeeter Skeet Face? <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. But it, it's whole a lot new, funnier whole now. new meaning now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, uh, little John. So. And the East Side Boys. This, this next, uh, I wanted to just, just do a little shout out here for um, Robobone. Do you remember Robobone? Vaguely. So there was an episode where the Beats were supposed to perform at the school. Yeah. But Mr. Bone told them it's not going to happen because yeah. he didn't like the music or he whatever. He hates rock and roll. Yeah. It's not yodeling. Right. Exactly. So the class was all pissed about it. Uh, and Mr. Bone was like, the subject is closed. Yeah. And then Doug imagines himself as Quail Man and Mr. Bone as Robo Bone. <laughs> <laughs> a robotic version. Oh my god. Are we going to have Quailman segments too? Like dream sequences? It would have to be really fucking weird. Like like really trippy dreamy shit. Okay. And but yes. I'm on board. I'm we're going full Twin Peaks with this shit. Let's do it. So, anyway, Quailman uh is fighting Mr. or uh, Robobone. Robobone. He has all these yodeling clones. They all say the subject is closed all the time. Yeah. And Robobone. I totally remember this. It's all coming back. Yeah. Robobone ordered all his clones to patrol the school and capture students who weren't following the rules. Yeah. Like some kind of stormtroopers, you know? And um, they have the ability to yodel, yodel in harmony, but only in one key. Until Quail Man suggested they try using a full vocal range, which made their yodeling tolerable. Quailman was a- then able to press a button on Robobone's body to free all of his captured friends. And afterward, it turns out Robobone and the Bonettes, which were his his backup yodelers, yeah. <laughs> became a yodeling sensation and um, released a full-length album and got on the cover of the Rolling Bone magazine. <laughs> <laughs> That's all real? That was in the show. That's fucking fantastic. Yeah. That's just that's just good writing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so back to Bluffington, the show. We're um, going to make that happen in Bluffington. That's, something along those lines. Maybe so, so there could be something. That's just perfect. You can't not do that. We can't have robots. For yeah, real. you can. No, no. You can do a dream sequence with robo-bones. I, I tweet at us if you agree. No, that's not happening. Ugh, that's bullshit. That's too much. That's, that's not... why the fucking show's not going to get picked up. No, no. Include the robots. No, believe me. 
No. Yeah. No. I gotta pee. All right. So if you don't want to go with the Robo Bones thing, uh, a direct homage, that's fine. I have an idea. You want to hear it? Yeah. You you're open to this? Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like Robo Bones need to be in there. At least a glimpse of the Robo Bone. So you know, in um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. There's a scene with the, the fucking clowns, clowns and they, yeah. they take his bike and they're just like chopping it up and stuff. Yeah. We do something like that, but it's with Doug and he's dressed as Quail Man, but he has no powers. Okay. And there's just a big spotlight on him on like a fucking black and white tiled floor. Yeah. Yeah. And whatnot. And then like he's just walking around this area and it's just like a seemingly endless sort of thing. And then all of a sudden he sees his journal on the floor. And he runs towards it, <laughs> but these fucking robo bones come out and they take his journal. So you're you what you're kind of describing? Yeah, it's like Nightmare Batman in um, Batman versus Superman, sort of. Except with the, good with the, with the parademons and shit. Except good. That part was awesome. You can't say that part wasn't awesome. Yeah, but that movie sucked. That's what I meant. <laughs> so I'm not trying to homage that movie by yeah, any means. Right, but right. I, I realize that. I'm yeah, just yeah. saying. But yeah. And like you know how in in the show Doug's like daydreaming all the time. Yeah, you can't like you can't write that out of the show. He's got a daydream. Well, and I think the, I, I was thinking maybe it would be like not daydreams but just dreams. Just dreams. But in he general. like starts having these strange dreams all the time that are pertinent to the BB Bluff case. That's that's good. You know, so it's like he's trying to tell himself something. How how about there's like he has to decipher that. How about there's like an arc where Doug. Like, because he, he was daydreaming. That was, like, like elementary, middle school, like, when the show took place, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, his parents became aware of it and, like, brought him to therapy, and he, like, he stopped Ooh, yeah. doing that. Yeah. And then it starts happening again. But it okay. starts it starts off as regular dreams, and then the daydreams so it's start one of those, happening it's again. It's one of those deals where it's, like, it's not, it's not supernatural, the show. Right. But... The lines of reality are sometimes blurry. Blurry, yeah. And it's because there's so much, like, delusion and deception involved. Right. That, uh... Plus, Doug's not sleeping at night. You, as the viewer, don't necessarily know what's real because Doug doesn't necessarily know what's real. Right. It's like Mr. Robot. Sure. That's, uh, well... I've seen one episode of that program. Oh, it's amazing. But there's... I liked it. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it, but it was like two seasons back that it happened now or something. And I won't say the specifics, but a good two thirds of a season mm-hmm. isn't real, huh? And it's it was all like um like the things that were happening were happening, but not with the people he thought were there, and like not in the circumstances that he yeah yeah thought of and stuff. So that kind of thing. Okay. But not not as broads, but he's, like, having these delusional spells and, like, weird dreams and shit. Yeah. Just occasionally. And that's part of his motivator for pursuing this case as uh, adamantly as he does. Okay. I'm on board. So, okay. So that's so we can get a little Robo-Bone in. Yeah, you, you gotta homage the Robo-Bone. I know. I know. So I was trying to think about casting. Yeah. And it was hard because I don't know many younger actors. Well, we got Macklemore as Roger Klotz. That's a that's a given. He, he, I'm he, serious I, about that. But he's way too old. No. Yeah. This isn't going to be one of those like CW shows where all the high schoolers are like 27. No, this is like one of one of those CW shows where the high schoolers are like 21. <laughs> How old's Macklemore? He's probably like 35. Really. He's older than you would think. Maybe he's not 35, but he's older than you would think. He's definitely older than both of us. 
Okay. Maybe there's like a later season where they're all full-grown adults and Roger Klotz is back. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I'll we'll leave that on the table. But Yeah, yeah. The only one I, I like really... We do that season 20 years later. Yeah. Like Twin Peaks. Well, like, yeah. I, I kept picturing uh, fucking Malfoy as Roger. That's that's good. Yeah, like just dye his hair, slick it back or whatever. What's his name? Tom... I don't remember. Tom something? Malfoy, Draco Malfoy. I watched the... Um, a looper video the other day. Uh, Ten reasons why Hollywood won't cast fucking Draco Malfoy anymore. Oh, yeah. Why? Uh, I don't know. He, like, made a rap album. He did? Yeah. Or he, or he made some rap songs. Well, you know what? Supposedly, that was one of the reasons. Fucking everybody deserves a second chance, and he can come back on Bluffington. Yeah, plus this is small time. I mean, it's going to be big time, um, but it's small yeah, time to start. Right. I know what you're saying. Small screen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like if Mickey Rourke can come back. Yeah, absolutely. Shit. He's going to win a primetime Emmy. I know that. And then the only other casting that I could think of yeah. was Edward Norton as Mr. Bone. Mainly because of the shape of his face, but also because he's a really good actor. And I think that with the right makeup and wardrobe, he could nail it. I think it's a shame that Don Knotts is still alive. Yeah, well, that was obviously my first thought. And that's that's who Mr. Bone was based on. Don Knotts? Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. No shit. Yep. Huh. I nailed it right there. He was specifically based on a Don Knotts character from uh, one of the like variety shows that he did. I can't remember. Oh, okay. But yeah. So Norton doing a fucking Don Knotts impression? Yeah, not quite as over the top, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But he's going to have the like shape. Like Don Knotts in Pleasantville. Yes. Okay. Yeah, perfect. All right. That's actually good. So it's less goofy, and it can actually be a little creepy. Yeah. And he's the vice principal of the school. Who's the main principal? Principal Butt Savage. Principal Butt Savage. Yeah. <laughs> what what's with this dink bone butt savage? <laughs> <laughs> it's just the fucking this is the best show that ever there ever was. That's all. <laughs> that's that's the only reason. What's like it's just too good for its own good. I love it, don't get me wrong. I just I wanna know if he just did it because he thought it was funny. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, and like you said earlier, in Dink's case... Yeah, double income, no kids. Yeah, that explains his money. Yeah. But in our, in Bluffington, double income, no kids is more like state income, no kids. Because <laughs> he lives alone, but he doesn't know that he lives alone. He thinks Tippy's there, but... Tippy's been dead for years. T Tippy hasn't dead for years, yeah. That's another big question mark in the past is Mr. Dink the, Did Mr. Dink kill BB? We don't know that. Mr. Dink killed... Tipper? Tipper Gore? <laughs> Tippy? Tipsy? Tippy? Who's Tippy going to be played by? Because she's got to appear. She's got to be like a sassy. Oh, she's going to be uh, Megan Mullally. Oh, yeah. That's fucking good. Yeah. Who's Mr. Dink going to be? Oh, Mr. Dink's going to be fucking... I don't know who could do Mr. Dink. Who's got a voice like that? No one. You know what? I would have said... Oh, Seth Rogen. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe Seth Rogen. But I was nah. thinking... What would have been fucking amazing is um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's dead. I know that. But that's what I'm saying. That would have been amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been good. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe skip Mr. Dink for now. Well, you need to be like heavier set. So maybe like Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill's super skinny now. Is he? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's the thing. It's tough because I don't know many young actors or actresses. Yeah. All right. Well, fuck casting. Yeah. Let the CW figure it out. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but if anybody has ideas, let us know.
Yeah, send them our way. Please. Instagram. Who killed BB? I'll never tell. You know? Of course I know. I'm the creator. I'm the showrunner. Oh. But that's between me and the good lord up above. All right, tell me off air. I will. You better keep your fucking lips. My lips are sealed. Oh, oh. Those lips getting you in trouble all the time. Yeah, oh, I know. Hold your lips down. No, not a problem. Not a problem at all. I think we should get that Spider-Man kid to play uh, Doug. Ooh, I like that idea. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I guess Spider-Boy Tom Holland. We'll he's, already, he's already in Disney's uh, repertoire. That's true. Perfect. Yeah. I am so disappointed in myself that I'm not deeper into the industry. You yeah, know, I didn't have. I don't have any 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 ties, any connections. You don't have any pull. I don't. I don't have any sway. I don't have the sway that I should have, given my body of work. Right, right, right. You know? right, 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 right. Uh, Soon though, because uh, we're going worldwide. Because we're going worldwide. You're right. And we're platinum. So within the next couple of uh, years, you can expect Bluffington in its entirety. Yeah, it's coming. Aired. It's coming. It's coming. It will happen. But we're going to spoil it along the way a little bit. Yeah. Um, I had an idea for the cliffhanger uh, for the end of the first season. Yeah. Because, like, BB Bluff's... We should just make it so BB Bluff's missing the entire time. I think we kind of... Yeah, I mentioned that We kind of got on, onto that, but we're, we did talk about finding her body. I think you might have mentioned doing it in the season finale. I did, yeah. You know how we had that part about, like, Doug... Uh, Roger convincing Doug to go nematode hunting? Yeah. Or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I had a different idea. Oh. Like, Doug's, Doug's, like, he's following Roger and his goons. You know what I mean? Oh. And he's, he's spying on them because he thinks, he knows that they're somehow connected yeah. to this whole BB Bluff thing. And he's following them. And then Roger, uh, he sees Doug, but he doesn't let on that he, that he sees him. Like, he, he catches him one time, like episodes earlier. Mm-hmm. And in the he season finale. Himself. Right, right. In the season finale. Roger and his goons go out to Stinson's Pond knowing that Doug's on their tail, but mm. not letting on. They're just going out into the woods, mm-hmm. whatever, walking through, going to the Stinson's Pond. And uh, they get they get to the shore, whatever. They beat the shit out of Doug, the, uh, Roger and the goons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. There's got to be something that happens. But Well, see, the main reason I brought that up yeah. last time... I like where your head's at. No, I got I had I got a good ending for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like they're fighting or something. Just just briefly, like like Roger throws the first punch or something. Doug gets up to fight back. Really and Ned are like holding them. No, yeah, no. For the first punch. For the first punch. Yeah, sure, for the first punch. I'm just punch. picturing one of And then of he, those. he falls on yeah. the ground or whatever and he gets up cuz he's going to try to fight back and all of a sudden bam, cracks and just gets cracked in the back of the head by someone unseen, like someone not on camera. And then it, with he something that you can see, no, okay, but he he definitely gets cracked in the head. Like he he wakes up, like it goes black, and then he wakes up and he feels the back of his head and he looks and he sees blood. Mm-hmm. And next to him, lying on the shore, is BB fucking Bluff, dead. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck yeah! You did it! You did it! Yeah. All right, you're you're officially co-showrunner. Cool. On Bluffington. I also definitely want to make Chalky Studebaker's dad a cop. Yes. And, I, uh, I agree. I think that's good. He, maybe he's like Doug's mentor or something, because like, he's in the, the program doing the, the sketch artist stuff. Yeah. So he's Doug's, um, Doug's mentor or some shit. But then it turns out you find out that he he might be a dirty cop. Right, 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 right. Right, right, right. So, okay. Yeah. 
I like that. Definitely. I'm imagining Chalky Studebaker's dad, not in appearance, but in, in personality. Like, um, uh, fucking, was it Dean? Was that his name? The dude in Breaking Bad? I have no idea. <laughs> have you seen Breaking Bad? I've seen the first season, but I don't remember much of it. Oh, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. I liked it. Oh, I God. saw the I saw the series That's finale like the, too. What the fuck? As it was airing. Oh, you're such a piece of shit. Get out of my sight. Yeah. That was before I'd seen any other show. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> So you're, I didn't care. You're a bad man. Yeah. I'm breaking bad. <laughs> you're making me breaking sad, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh. Anyway, I love that ending. Do you? Yeah, there's one thing missing. The in the the reason I came up with that scene or that like being a a major plot point at Stinson's Pond and stuff. Yeah. Was that I could somehow insert the idea or even just the word nematode. Yeah. But I don't know how we could do it with that setup. Like luring him there or getting him there for some reason to look for the nematode, whatever that may be. Yeah. It might be a code word for something. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, you can make it a code word for Roger and his goons or whatever. Or what if there's a fucking new street drug going around? Like a synthetic drug? <laughs> They're smoking nematode on... <laughs> They're, no, they, don't they, know sm- they don't smoke it. It's like, uh, it's tabs. Oh, so yeah. They're dropping nematode. Yeah, but they know... Rolling on toad, bro. But they know that Doug's onto them, so... Right, Maybe they so they're, they're taking... dealers. They're dealers before they get hired to do the hit on on bb yeah or or did they we don't we still don't don't know that but we do know that doug's gonna end up getting blamed how about doug was dosed with nematode that's a good idea i like that yeah that and that fucks with his memory and then he can hallucinate that the reason they call it nematode is because you see nematodes in the same ending there or like earlier on in the season throughout the whole fucking show well, like that, I think that that could be like the town's major vice, and that sort of like the way that crystal meth is in Breaking Bad. <laughs> How it's like the, there are a lot of characters that you don't know what to expect of them or anything because the drug is such a huge, like, has such a huge impact on the way that they do things and their motivated motivators and stuff. Same kind of shit, but nematode. I like that. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a major thing. It could just well, be like well, a no, the note. nematode thing can be connected to everything in the end. That could have something to do with the the shady business that right. uh, Mr. Bluff was in. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I had something else too, but I can't remember. I definitely want to go with Officer Studebaker, though. I know yeah. that. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. And then yeah. Chalky's like training to become a cop but he's still like his dad just doesn't give a fuck i also want an all mr dank episode because mr dank doesn't play into this storyline like he's he's not uh pivotal to the story at all yeah he's a side character that you may think maybe he's you know because he's we've decided he's he has psychosis so you don't really know what's going on with him or if he's involved but he's not yeah. We can follow him for a whole episode and sort of see the world through his eyes. So that will actually help give some clues and some context to basically the whole idea of viewing the world through a different lens. Yeah. You know, just driving the point home that reality is an illusion. 
Yeah. Nothing is real. I like it. Strawberry Fields. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. This show's going to kick ass. I love it. Trademark. I think it's... Uh, Trademarked. I think it's going to make, make it's us... It's going to be a hit. It's going to make us millionaires. It's going to be a smash hit. You're going to binge it. Oh, so bingeable. I'd binge the fuck out of it. I'd, bin, I'd binge it over and fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope uh, someone from Disney listens to this and they're like, you know what? These idiots. They got, I'm going to steal this idea, idea from them and give yeah. them no credit. <laughs> but that's the beauty of the internet. I'd be all right with it, honestly. As long as I can get some of that sweet bluff, dude. Yeah. Shit. That's really all I want. All I want in the world. If Disney... that, would, that would solve all of my problems. I would do it for a very, like, I'd show run this, or co-show run this for yeah. a very reasonable wage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If you can meet or exceed my current salary, yeah. which isn't that much, it's very low for somebody co-producing the biggest TV show on Netflix. Yeah. I'm going to need a little more than my current salary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely would, you know, because once you get a little bit more, you, you know, you you want a lot more. Yeah. Um, and then, like, Citizen Kane happens, basically. Right, right. And you die alone and unfulfilled. But you have lots of money. You know what I'm saying? Except it'd be a different different here because we'd be fulfilled as fuck because we made Bluffington. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all whoop yes, Netflix. Unless you pick up Bluffington, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, we can't talk shit about Netflix. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. We need to we need to be serious. Yeah. We need to think about our future and yeah. uh in the film and uh TV industries. So um Netflix Bluffington has money. You'd be printing money with that shit. Just mm. listen to us. Hear us out. I'm talking about those Toys R Us Jeffrey Bucks. Yeah. So in our dark reimagining dark. of the Doug Nickelodeon's Doug universe, the Nicktoon. Nicktoon. <laughs> <laughs> A lot happened in season one. Oh yeah. Of Bluffington. Um the writer's room was just full of ideas. Just lousy with ideas. And we got a whole bunch more. Or at least I do. I don't know if you have any, but... I'll, uh, I got some. Yeah. Something will hit me, like, midweek, and I'll share it on the next episode, too. Yeah. That, that happened last time. That'll happen, for sure. But before I get into the major plot points that I envisioned for Season 2... Season 2, is it a new mystery? Well, you'll see. All right, let's figure. Now this we out. did hint at a, at a plot point of season two. Oh, I know. Uh, I that, like that one, and that's one that I actually don't think played into my ultimate. You talking uh, about Patty's pep pep? Yeah, but it does. It, I I know of a couple ways. You talking about Patty's daddy? <laughs> Patty daddy. Yeah, <laughs> I know a couple ways that can tie in. Yeah, but we'll we'll see. Um, I know some ways. So, but before we get into all that. I wanted to bring up a couple of just sort of shreds of information, I little, know. you know, I know things that don't have a spot yet in this story, but I know will uh, will fit. Yeah, yeah, somewhere, Mister Shellacky, like like that exactly in season one, right? Cowpoke Pete, Cowpoke Pete, Cowpoke Pete was a character on Doug um, when Doug and Skeeter have to go be on a kids show. Yeah, yeah, he's the host of the kids show, right? He's a he, fucking clown. He's a clown who rides around on a bucket. Like yep. he hops around on a fucking barrel, like a wooden whiskey barrel. 
Oh, yeah. He's got a cowboy hat on, and most disturbingly, when he pulls his cowboy hat off, his whole head is shaped like the inside of the cowboy hat. Yeah. And okay. has, like, ridges on the front of it. Yeah, it's like a can. It's like a Klingon and, and a soup can. Yeah, it's mixed it's together. Disgusting. It's horrible. It's good cowpoke Pete, something to think about. Yeah. He could be in a nightmare somewhere. <laughs> uh and, uh, oh, he also calls Doug Haas the whole episode, so yeah. that's pretty funny. I highly recommend that one. Mrs. Funny uh, is an environmentalist, so that's something that could come into play. Just just to have that in our in our um, holster, ready yeah. to oh yeah, ready to whip. Oh, she's gonna she's gonna delete all the smog. Oh yeah, Bloodstone Manor. Do you remember that? Sounds spooky. There was a. Uh, uh, house that was the the roller coaster thing, right? Yeah. Okay. It was a house that was supposedly haunted because people like fell to their death a bunch of times. Yeah. And uh, somebody bought it and turned it into a, a ride, like yeah. a roller coaster ride. And I think in Bluffington, it should be a drug house, Bloodstone Manor. Yeah. So it's like a it's it's a drug house, but for like nematode addicts. Yeah. Who are strung out on nematode and is it uh, in the amusement park still? Because it could just be an abandoned amusement. Yes. Park. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. But there's still the manor. The house is still there. Right. 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 So it's the same otherwise. But it's yeah. Oh, and it's real spooky. Oh yeah. Oh. So Bloodstone Manor could be um, could be something. And I also imagined at some point there might be a uh, a real trippy nematode tripping sequence. Yeah. Because we said that Doug gets dosed with nematode in right. season one. We we never like officially wrapped it up at the end. Well, ultimately, Doug... Uh, well, we'll get to that in a second. But possibly Doug, but some character at least has a, a tripping sequence that's where they're on nematode. And it makes everything look like the cartoon. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's the same, like, the exact same style, like, drawing style and everything of the original Doug cartoon. Yeah, all in pencil and shit. Yeah, but um, with the dialogue and storyline of Bluffington. You know what are I'm they saying? Still, yeah, are they still dressed like their cartoon characters? Yeah, so they lo- it looks just like, like, if you turn the sound off. They look like they're 10 years old again? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but their voices are their adult voices and, or, you know, their high school voices. Okay. We should do another tripping sequence at the end where it goes to the Disney animation and then everyone just fucking dies. <laughs> that's the, that's <laughs> it, the apocalypse. It, it, and it never happened. Or what if one of them kicks to that weird one episode animation? You remember that one? Episode two is the only one that was animated by a different person or a different studio. The one where they go to the dance and they all have different voices too. Oh Yeah. It's wacky and all the lines are wavy and weird. It always fucked me like fucked me up when I was a kid. Yeah. I did not get it. And I didn't think to look into it until like a couple of years ago, but that that explained so much and that episode is so bizarre. Like the way that it's animated in general is totally different too. Yeah. It's strange. Anyway, I've also got Teenage Bimbos from Planet Earth. I don't remember that one. That's Judy's play, where Judy's playing the lead, and in order to play the lead in this play, she needs to research what it's like to be a teenage bimbo. Yeah. So she goes to her school dance, 
dressed like just some average bimbo. Yeah. Uh, as she puts it. So that so Judy could have some play in here as far as like um portraying a teen bim a teenage bimbo. Like trying to she like she has to dress up or go undercover for some reason. But she's she's not old enough to be like working for the cops, but she could be working like with the cops, maybe. I can dig that. Judy undercover Judy. Undercover Judy. Undercover Judith. Uh, and she has to go and check out the bimbos and see where nematodes coming from. Okay. In the school in Bloomington High School. In this one, Judy would be older, right? Like she'd be if Doug's eighteen or seventeen in the last one. Right. Then she would be. He turns that's eighteen true. in this one. And how old? How much older so, is Judy than Doug? Judy is about five years older. Okay. Five to five or six, because he's ten. She's sixteen. Is that right? He is ten for sure. He's ten or eleven. Yeah. So okay. So four or five. I mean five or six. Five or six years older. Oh, he turns eleven. Yeah, and I think he's eleven in the Disney one. I can check this real quick. Okay. That year could make all the difference. Yeah. He's eleven. Okay. And then later he's twelve. Okay. So then in this case, Judy would be twenty three. Okay. So yeah. Unlikely that she would be going you know, working as an undercover police. Right. But possible. Yeah, it's definitely possible. Well, unlikely. Highly unlikely. Especially since she's a theater uh, person. Yeah. She's an artist. And you know artists don't get jobs. Especially yeah. not for police. Definitely not. They become barbers. <laughs> yeah. Something that would be interesting to touch upon somehow is uh, Freak Out Theater. Do you remember that? No. It's like the their version of um, Twilight Zone. I don't remember it. Yeah, so there's an episode. Doug's home alone with pork chop. And they're watching this TV show, Freak Out Theater. Doug gets spooked because he thinks there's a bandit outside. Yeah, and because uh, he's seeing what's happening on the TV. Yeah, and then it gets really meta and really weird. And th- I think this, like this, would be David Lynch's Doug. This episode. Okay, I'm on board with that. Yeah, so. It just shows all the like manif- all these manifestations of Doug's paranoia, yeah, and how it grows from beginning to end, yeah. And uh, uh, he thinks that the house is trying to eat him. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, and, I kind of remember that episode. And he now. has to go down in the basement to turn the power back on. There's a storm going on, yeah. And the and uh, Skeeter calls, and he's like, uh, hey. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this is a cool storm, isn't it? I'm watching TV by candlelight, just like the pilgrims would have, or something like that. <laughs> and uh, and he's just staring at a blank TV. <laughs> and that's just such a David Lynch thing. Definitely. <laughs> like, I could t- totally see that. Um, I'd love that. Can we have an episode with... Uh, do you remember that episode with, with Todd? Yeah. The little boy? Yeah. It was in, like, Judy's... Oh, yeah. What, um, a theater uh, program. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. got, like, a theater group, and he's... He, he becomes attached to Doug, and then he starts emulating him, and it gets really annoying. And then he has a little brother who does the same thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And That's when just, shit gets too far. Yeah, and then he, he just he takes away too far, and Doug yells at him. Yeah. And then he thinks he's dead. We should do an episode. And then that kid like, starts slitting his wrists and stuff, and it's just like this weird obsession. <laughs> well, he doesn't do that, but... Oh, I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> he goes and cries in the tree during a fucking lightning storm, and Doug goes on, and he's like, I'm sorry, Todd, because he's a fucking... Pushover. He's a pushover. Yeah. 
We gotta kill Todd. Let's kill Todd. The plan is to kill Todd. Ultimately, end game, kill Todd. He's gonna be the new Barb. <laughs> Except nobody wanted Barb to die. Yeah, but you know. Yeah. Okay. It didn't matter. So in that episode, Doug at one point sees the the bandit outside of the house in the show. Yeah. Thinks that that very bandit is outside of his house. Is it Jack Bandit? Nope. It's just a bandit covering his face. He's and he's ready to rob him. He's we, got we, a gun. Played by the Hamburglar. Yeah. He's got experience. And then the house opens up like a, a gutter or something. Yeah. And just sucks the bandit in and eats the bandit. So then Doug's freaking out and he's like, the house is trying to eat you. The house is going to eat you. Yelling at the TV. And then he zaps himself into the TV with the remote huh? and is trying to warn the guy on the TV that the house is trying to eat him and the house just ate the bandit. Yeah. It's fucking trippy as hell. And then he's all nervous and he, he has this really good line that I wrote down. He says to, uh, to pork chop. Uh, I'm not Porkus. Are you Nerve Chop? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is Pork Chop going to be in the new one? So that leads, actually, to my next two points here. Because I was watching it the other day, and I was... We never covered that in the first season, either. I have two two questions that we need to figure out before we go into the main storyline. Okay. One is, well, how are we going to handle this Pork Chop? Yeah, I don't know. Or in the name of in the show that the that uh Twilight Zone show, yeah. Pork Chop was called Cutlet. Cutlet? Yeah. Pork Chop was in, in Freak Out Theater? Yeah, there there was like a mirror of himself and Pork Chop in oh. the show. Oh, okay. I got so it. what was happening in the show he thought was happening in real life. Yeah, we should definitely do that again. Like yeah. 'cause the first one we didn't really have Doug daydreaming too too much. We said it like it comes it comes back. Well, yeah, from his childhood. Yeah. Yeah. When we started, it really, really starts happening again after the whole... The whole BB <laughs> thing. Yeah, we could totally do another, like, freak-out theater yeah. sort of pitch. Yeah, that's true. I think yeah. that'd be awesome. Because he's getting real paranoid. Oh, yeah. He thinks that they're on to him. Yeah. Uh, they being BB's killers. The criminals. The bad boys. Yeah. So... For Porkchop, I think we kind of have to just have Porkchop be a dog. Yeah. Like, I don't think that we can really do it any other way. No. You can't. You can't have a CGI. No. It's too goofy. Yeah. It's too much. So he's just got a dog named Porkchop. Though it would be kind of cool if they He could live in an igloo still. Yeah. Yeah. If they didn't even acknowledge it, it just was a drawing of Porkchop, like, fucking, like, uh, uh... Roger Rabbit style. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But that would cost a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, nobody's hand-drawing animation anymore. It's yeah. 2018. That's, well, no, it's not. It's 2019, bitch. I know. It's the year we bring it back. Oh, uh, okay. Hand-drawn pork chop. Hands up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then the other question... So it's a real-ass dog is what we're getting at. What kind right. of dog? Um, pork chop is something, okay. right? Yeah, it don't matter. Okay. I trust that. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever pork chop is is what kind of dog he's got. And why what's Judy hiding in her room? She's hiding uh she she gets violent about that. Yeah, she does. She's like, "Don't you dare go in my room, dog." My, my sister used to be the same way though, and she wasn't hiding shit. How do you know? Maybe she was just hiding or cuz cuz you went in anyway. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't hiding shit. She just didn't want me in there. So you 
you're saying that Judy's not hiding anything? No, she probably is. She's hiding drugs because she's older then. Right. You think she's a nematode feed? A ne- no. nematode fiend? No. no. She's too she's too smart for that. Judy's an acid or mushrooms gal. Yeah. She's about psychedelics, nothing else. Yeah. She I mean, fucks with there she's are, fucked with DMT, but she doesn't have she doesn't bring that into her parents' house. Right, 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 right. There are psychedelic effects from nematode, but it's Right, but it's mushrooms. Let's go with mushrooms because it occurs naturally. That's what Judy would be into. Yeah. Yeah, because she's kinda like a hippie. Yeah. She's a theater a little kid. Bit, yeah. The theater, the theater kids I know fucked with some drugs, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You Definitely. wouldn't expect it from them, but they, they did. It was sex and drugs, but just no rock and roll. Yeah. yeah. It was sex and drugs and, like, show tunes. <laughs> sex, yeah, drugs, and I show guess. tunes. I guess so. Yeah, okay, so that concludes my uh, my pre... Your Doug pre-com. My Doug pre... My pre-Doug. <laughs> um, so I've got thousands of words <laughs> all right i'm gonna try to keep this as concise as possible but basically feel free to pop in with whatever ideas you may have along the way oh i'm gonna have plenty of them i know if we can wedge those ideas that didn't have a place in anywhere let's do it all right here we go so season two of bluffington starts right where season one left off which we don't know we do though all right, what happened? Dog got knocked out by an unknown assailant. Right. Oh, we kept that. Oh. Yeah. I came up with that. I like that ending. Yeah, that's how it ends. <laughs> uh, and then he wakes up to find BB's BB Bluff's dead body. Yeah. At Sinson's Pond. Did wait, did you did you include we we discussed it off the podcast, I'm, I'm pretty sure. You you mentioned uh BB's like dance that she had at her house and that's where she disappeared. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. It was like a Everyone had to dress fancy. Yeah, I don't remember the details. We were we were talking about it, and your your idea was that she goes missing the night that she's having that dance at her house in season one, right? Which we we didn't cover on the podcast, so right, right, right. So that might be a good retcon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or we or we can put it back in because we never did an official season one like tight to the bone to the Mister Bone. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we can just throw that. That happened in season one, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. when Dee Dee went missing. That's that's how this works. So you, she she you watched Dee Dee. Uh, I'm thinking of my cat, BB. Uh, yeah. I yeah. said BB. I said Dee Dee the whole time, didn't I? No, I don't think so. Really? And, and, I mean, maybe I didn't notice, but oh man, don't matter. That don't matter. So, but yeah, she washes up on the shore in her fucking dress from that. That's what I'm getting at. Right. Her right. ball. Yeah, her ball gown. Her ball gown. So. Does Doug report it immediately or avoid it so that he doesn't implicate himself? Because they're, they're going to find out. We know that they find out because there was a bit of a flash forward in season one when Judy was watching, uh, what's his name, the the ice skating guy? Derek Derrickson. Derek Derrickson. And she gets a news alert on her phone Yeah, uh, that BB's body is found, and that's how the episode ends. That's how yeah. the season ends. I don't know if we said that, but that's how we we mentioned that idea, now. but we didn't we didn't place it. So this could be the place for that. That's the place. That, no, it's the very end of season one. Oh, okay. So that so basically, Doug gets knocked out. Then we cut over to um, a, there's a musical number, maybe like is she seeing him live someplace? Derek yeah, Derrickson. Oh yeah, yeah. He's doing a a routine to uh, Beats Dark. Okay. Uh, dark Wave song. Yeah, yeah. She then she gets the alert there. 
then it cuts to black. Okay. So that's all we know. And then at the beginning of season two, we see that Doug is actually, when he got knocked out, he wakes up next to Phoebe's body. Right. Um, or close by, at least. So and Is anyone around? Does it, he, Well, that's the thing. He doesn't know if anybody has seen or identified him in any way, other okay. than the people who hit him, but he doesn't even know who hit him. So uh, my thought is that he may struggle with it for a minute, but ultimately he goes and reports it. Right. Um, and he's just such a good boy that they just don't, they write him off as a, as, as an actual suspect. Yeah. So does he tell him exactly what happened or does he lie to the police? Cause that could play into his paranoia later. He lies. He lies. He lies. He says that he was just down there, uh, fishing or something. Okay. And, but he's uh, got a big gay fucking bump on his head. Yeah, well, he... And he's all dirty? He cleans himself he cleans up first. Up. Okay. And then he goes. Okay. It doesn't make a difference at that point, you know? Yeah. She Does someone else find her? How about that? He just goes away, and he plans on going to the police. And oh, and then somebody else does. Okay, yeah. that could be. Yeah. Because that's something Doug would do. He'd, for sure. He'd contemplate for a while. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He'd overthink it. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So, Doug... Finds a note in his pocket. Okay. Presumably from his attacker. And the note warns him that he's going to end up like BB. Yeah. If he talks to anybody. Okay. So that's why he's so hesitant, I think, to go to the police. Gotcha. Okay. I didn't know that. He that He's being followed and surveyed and stuff, or at least he thinks that. Yeah. Could be residual from the nematode that he was dosed with. Yeah. Before going to Stinson Pond, or during, somehow. I don't know. We'll during. See. Uh, but then he gets knocked out while he's drugged up. So he thinks he's being followed, or he is being followed. He notices Roger staring him down a lot. So he assumes that Roger wrote the note, and he's like trying to mean mug him. Yeah. Oh, oh Roger's going to become like the Draco Malfoy in this? Yes. Definitely. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> But in Was reality, Ro- Roger is innocent of this particular crime. I'm, I can tell you that right now. He right. just has, he just has a really weird obsession with Doug, but he knows what happened. Cause Oh yeah, it was, it was Roger and his, goons. he has, he has information. He didn't do the killing, right? He has information about what happened to Doug. Yeah. Okay. But he just sees Roger around every now and again, just like hanging out, lurking, fucking staring at him on his motorcycle or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. His shitty. Fucking... He, assu- he, he assumes that he's like being threatening. Yeah. But I think that, there's more to Roger's character than we know about. Right. And he has some kind of obsession with Doug. I don't know if he's, if he's like into Doug, like he wants to hump him or something. Yeah. I read that one on, uh, that's a fan that. theory. Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 Also that, that Roger has rickets. Did you see that one? I did. Yeah. Which kind of adds up. Yeah. But not in Bluffington. He doesn't No. And this is where we can sort of establish Doug and Patty PI. The Doug and Patty's private investigation firm. Yeah. <laughs> it's off the books, of course, because they're young. Doug works for the the police. Right. Doing well, he's got an in- internship. Internship, yeah. So he's at the police station and stuff. He has... Doing his police sketch artist. He's got to be sneaky sometimes to get information, but he, so, has, he has his foot in the door for information for his PI work. Right, right. But this one, he's got to be 18, right? Yeah, so At he's this point, so it's like uh, senior year. He's like a yeah, he's a senior. Okay, yeah. but yeah, he's so, just doing that a couple of days a week. Yeah, exactly. Sick. 
So they want to solve BB's murder. But I was also thinking, should Doug and Patty, like, I, I kind of want Doug and Patty to just be, like, platonic friends. Yeah. Like, like, she never expressed interest in him at all. Na- no, never. She was just nice to him because yeah. they were friends. Yeah. And, I mean, he it's not like he, you know, was ever weird about it externally. He was always just weird about it in his head, I think. Yeah. But yeah, I think that that I think there there should be like there needs to be more platonic male female, you know, pairings in in shows well, and stuff because it, it happens. Yeah, that, well, it, definitely it happens. It's real. I mean, Doug did have a crush on her in the original show, right? But like, but like that that doesn't come into play at all. Doesn't I'm just, thinking it might not because it doesn't fucking matter. No, it doesn't really. It really makes no difference. I know, yeah, it was no a, point. It, it was a uh, middle school crush, right? Right, so maybe he did have a crush on her in middle school. He's known her for that long. Yeah. Something like that. Elementary? No, yeah. Yeah, middle. Middle school, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just like unnecessary to shoehorn that shit in if it has nothing to do with the story. That's true. So that could be, I mean, unless we find a good reason for it. And also, fuck those fan theories that that Patty's a lesbian because she plays sports sports (laughs) and doesn't, and has short hair. And isn't, I guess, feminine enough for certain internet people. Yeah, I read that one too. That one's stupid. Okay. Chalky Studebaker. Oh, yeah. His father's a cop. Are you a cop? Yep, yep. Are you a fucking cop, Chalky? Chalky. Chalky. Are you the the rat, Chalky? Uh, So Chalky finds out that his dad does know more about BB's murder than he's letting on. How's he find out? I don't know. The um hack his computer? Is Chalky a hacker? Is he? He's a sports boy. Sports boys don't hack. Maybe he's not a sports boy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he had an injury. Oh. And now he's a theater kid and he does nematode. To for his pain. For, yeah. That's how he, he got broke his leg. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's been done before, but it works. Yeah, you know, it's, like, okay. it's useful, and it does happen. Oh yeah, it's a very common problem. I remember there was this jock in high school who broke his leg, and uh, he ended up doing Les Mis and like killing it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, good for him. So somehow he's got to find out that his dad knows more than even like the cops do. That's the key to this. How high up is Chalky's dad? Um, he's a let's say he's a staff sergeant Studebaker. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. In at Bluffington least, though, or is it like a small sergeant. like 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 Twin Peaks sort of uh, sheriff's department we get going on here? Well, Bluffington's not huge. No. So I don't think quite as small as like as Twin Peaks. Right. So between. Chalky sort of suspecting his dad of being like kind of crooked or, you know. Chalky opens up his third eye with the theater kids. <laughs> <laughs> he starts seeing through his dad's fucking bullshit. bullshit yeah. And uh, he goes and his dad's not good on computers. He just leaves his fucking files all yeah. un- unsecured. unsecured. Or he finds out his dad's password. We can figure that. Like, okay. Easy. Oh yeah, we decided that he's not sports anymore, so he's got more downtime. I mean, yeah, to to fucking to snoop, dude, dude, nematode. Right. <gasps> wait, 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 wait. When he's searching for nematode, he's trying to get it. Yeah. He somehow draws a connection between the nematode and his dad. Yeah. 
he's he's on a nematode trip or something and a you, how does that work? Does that does or it turn you, into the cartoon, or is there an actual nematode that psychedelic trip? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know if it's going to turn into the cartoon every time. Yeah, yeah. We didn't I guess it depends it. on the perspective of the episode. Okay, but um, I I think I know what happens. Chalky goes to pick up from a new guy. Yeah, pick up some nematode, some toad, pick some toad, bro. Some licking toad. Yeah, and. uh as he's like arriving, he like sees his dad staking out the joint. Oh shit! But so in a plane car, so he's not in a cop car. Yeah. So he knows that something fishy is going on there. That could be part of it too. Does his dad see him going into the nematode house? No, no, his dad doesn't know. Into the manor. His dad doesn't know. Oh, that's where blood. Yeah. What's it called? Bloodstone Manor. Bloodstone Manor. So that could happen at Bloodstone Manor. Manor. Perfect. Okay. His dad's just scoping it out. He's. He doesn't see Chucky going to the house though. No. Okay. No, because well, you'll you'll know why. So, do you like the idea of Chucky being a theater kid? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a. Yeah, yeah. Interesting turn. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it has to be theater necessarily, but something like that. Yeah. I like the theater thing. Yeah, that's fine. Theater like. kids do drugs. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's never been portrayed on television before. They always portray oh, them yeah, as nerds, but they're nerds who do drugs. <laughs> oh, no, it has. Which means they're cool. So, between him knowing that about his dad and the fact that his dad loves his brother more yeah. than him, Chucky is just, like, bereft. Like, he, you know, he's just depressed as fuck. Yeah. He's a drug addict, too, so he's in a bad place. Well, that's how he gets into Toad, too. I mean, he breaks his leg, his whole world crumbles around right. around him. Exactly, exactly. He finds out his dad is creepy, is creeping in some way, and, and doesn't love him as much as his brother. And his brother's dead. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So he's, like, obsessed with his, his dead His brother son. dies, yeah. How about, yeah, Chalky and breaks his leg and his brother dies the same night or something like it's that. It's in an accident, and he's, he's yeah. thinking the wrong kid died. The wrong kid died. Yes. So when he hears about all this and puts it together, he thinks it's odd, but he wants to f- figure out where his dad's going late at night because his dad's disappearing and stuff after Chalky goes to bed. Yeah. He wants to know what's going on. So he ma- he fashions a sort of alarm system. Okay. Where he puts like a, I don't know, like a rubber chicken or no, those don't make the right noise or like a, uh, a whoopee cushion or something. Over over his dad's exhaust pipe, somehow or in it, so that when when he starts to drive, it makes the noise from the original Doug show that the cars make. Do you remember what what cars sound like on Doug? No, they go. <laughs> so that's a subtle nod. That's how that, he. That's, that's how he alerts himself to his dad leaving. So he hears that and goes after his dad. So his dad can't just have a loud exhaust. <laughs> no, because his dad's oh, he's trying to be sneaky. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, okay. And he's trying to sneak off without Chalky noticing. Right, right. Um, so I'll accept it. Yeah. So anyway, he hears that sound, <laughs> <laughs> and he starts driving. He's like, <laughs> and uh, you know, stops and takes it out and find he finds it odd he finds it very odd but he looks around he doesn't see anybody yeah and he fucks off anyway so chalky follows him and what's chalky drive is it on bicycle 
He could be on bicycle, hitting those shortcuts. Oh, well, no, because his leg. leg yeah. I mean, he could be healing now. Or he got, he's got one of those fucking super fast aerodynamic wheelchairs that they use to play murder ball. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was a sports boy, so maybe he's in the murder ball now. Maybe he's, a, yeah, maybe he's doing murder ball on the side. Could be Chalky Studebaker, <laughs> murder baller. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, so. <laughs> so Chalky chases after him chases. with his fucking murder ball. <laughs> <laughs> wheelchair yeah that's realistic they can be he's going off road he knows all the shortcuts Let's just give him a fucking jetpack <laughs> um don't give him a jetpack he can still drive because he he's got one good leg all right. so let's assume he has a car okay and he steals it, his dead brother's car <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah here's where things get deep all deeply right. uh intriguing so Turns out Chalky's dad is going to a meetup with all the most important and powerful men of Bluffington. And it's all operating under the guise of a yodeling club. Oh, fuck yeah. Led by Mayor Bob White. Okay. Because in the series, in the original series, Mayor Bob White. He's part of the yodeling, yodeling he, club. He is the leader of the yodeling club. They meet up at his fucking crazy ass mansion. Yeah. And they yodel. That's what's up. They dress up in their you know formal yodeling attire. Mr. Bones yodel. part of it, right? Mr. Bones in it. Yeah. Oh, all the big hit, all the heavy hitters. Can, well, Mr. Bones not not powerful though. Um, you think he's attached? He, I, I have an idea. I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Um, well, we'll cover it after. Just keep, okay, we keep can come it. back to Bone. Yeah. So, Bob White's son is Willie White, right? And he's currently being held and questioned uh, for the death of BB because he had a crush on her. Right, he's a suspect. And, and the police found, you know, texts or something on his the phone. The day of, yeah. That, that from the day of. So he, they think he was one of the last people to talk to BB for some reason, and they don't know why. So they're they're questioning him, and uh, maybe this is a re, like a, a topic of discussion at the yodeling club. Yeah. A sort of a, a reminder of the connection. So, the Yodeling Club is a secret society, right? Uh, um, that's been going on for generations and generations within the White family as leadership. And because if you watch in the episodes, like in Mayor White's office, yeah, there's like White after White after White on the wall, like portraits of them. Yeah. So we know that Mayor that the Whites have been like in control of Bluffington for years, right? So he operates this underground secret society under the guise of the Yodeling Club, and they're trying to figure out how to cover up the actual story of BB's murder. Right. And that's what's interesting. BB's dad, Mr. Bluff, he's not there. He's not at the Yodeling Club. No, no. but he's so he's like probably one of the most powerful people. This is who's in the Yodeling Club? How many people? There's probably like twelve people at a meeting. 12 people 12, at a meeting? 12 to 20, maybe, at most. Oh. I was thinking it was going to be like a, like a tighter group, and then like Bone leaves. Like it's like it's six of them or five, I don't know. And it's all powerful guys, and then Mr. Bone. And to make it appear, like Chalky fucking goes in and watches their yodeling club meeting or something. And yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Bone leaves, and then they, they all fucking, you know. Oh, then they all start talking shop. Talking Kinda. about the murder and stuff. Yeah, you know, they... 
they pull a book on a shelf and the fucking fireplace spins around. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe. But they're trying to cover up the actual story. So we, And that's what Chalky figures out. So we know that this is connected to BB's death somehow. Yeah. The Secret Society? The Secret Society. is. They, they are actively trying to cover up the actual thing. It could also be interesting with Mr. Bone knowing about the Secret Society, though. Yeah. Yeah, there could be a reason why, like, maybe he um, he has certain pull within the the school system. Yeah. That they need for whatever reason. I don't know. Yeah. I always kind of wanted Mr. Bone to have a heart of gold at the end, you know? Yeah. He's, like he skateboards and shit? Yeah. So they're also trying to exculpate Willie because that's Mayor White's son. So that's where some conflict comes in. Okay. Because they could easily let Willie White be their fall guy. Like they could easily say, Oh, or plant some evidence or something. They have that much, much, uh, pull in, right. in their town that they could plant some evidence. And then it's like, okay, Willie did it. Put him away. Brandon Dassey, move on. Right. Move on. And, uh, but it's the mayor's son that, but it's the mayor's son and he's leading this group. So everybody's like, kind of like, Oh, I, you know, we should just let this kid take the fall. But he he's like, no, that's my son. No, no, no. So that's a big, that's a big point uh, of contention there. So the whites have been working with organized crime families for ge- for generations. So that's how they stay in power. You know, you know how the mob works. Yeah, and that's the mob connection to BB getting killed as a sort of revenge killing because BB's dad did him dirty. Did the mob dirty? Right. Took too much of a took took a bigger cut than he was supposed to out of uh, Honker Burgers food food chain money. Exactly, and they cut his daughter's head off and put it in <laughs> like a prize horse. Yeah, they didn't do that though. Do you have a name for the Yodeling Society thing? It's called Yodeler Society of Bluffington. Oh, okay. In the show, in, they just in make the it, original show. They, okay. So, YSB. The YSB, yeah. And they dress up the same and stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. It's tradition. Right. So they are also instrumental in funneling the new street drug nematode into the city. Right. So that's part of their mob ties, too. That's another part of BB's death that they don't want to shine any light on is the connection between, like, the you know, her family... uh and the mob, and the white family, and the drugs, and right. all of that web of intrigue. I'm also thinking that they dabble, they just dabble a little bit in the occult. Okay. So we, we're not going to see any sort of like magic going on, or it's not like that, but they do some rituals and shit. Until the finale of fucking Bloodstone Manor. <laughs> <laughs> when they summon a fucking uh, nematode. <laughs> they summon a robo-bone. <laughs> do their dirty work yeah 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 um yeah they're like in there worshiping some sort of elder god yeah that they call the nematode all right oh i'm into that (laughs) and they name the drug after this elder god i love that (laughs) yeah so yeah it's just a bunch of allusions to that and their ceremonies and stuff like that and then uh, there's a possibility like maybe they're trying to implement some sort of mind control into nematode like that could be part of their motivation to keep it heavy. Yeah. And that's how they keep the whites in power and keep everything the way. Oh, well, that sounds racist. Yeah, it does. 
<laughs> I'm talking about the white family. Yeah. Obviously. So, yeah, they might intend to use it as mind control mechanism. I have an idea. You know, like the whole vote for me thing that Mayor White is always slinging around. Yep. Like repetition, like he's like two people are just going to vote for him because he said that. Yeah, at the end, he can he can rig an, he can rig the election, and then he can dose everyone in Bluffington's celebration honker burger sodas <laughs> yeah. with nematode that's activated through uh, yodeling. Oh, so he yodels at the <laughs> he comes on he does event. he does his speech and then he says to celebrate my victory I'm gonna invite I'm gonna yodel my buds and then they up. all awake like sleeper cells. Oh yeah, and then everyone oh. know it. Then everyone in town's just fucking tripping on. Tripping sack on fucking nematode. Right. That's, that's like some Joker shit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I got good ideas, baby. Um, we'll get back to it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the younger generation seems to be trending in more uh, like progressive ways yeah. than what, you know, these old timers are used to. Yeah, yeah. So that's always a good motivation for them to keep things stagnant. For sure. You know, you know how politics work. Okay, so I did actually have a note on Patty's mom's death. Okay. The Yodeling Society is responsible for Patty's mom's death. Oh. And her dad's injury. They knew too much. They knew too much about the Yodeling Society somehow. Okay. Those questions that Patty's left with after all this, after dad being injured and his, all that stuff. Right. That motivates her to become a private know, investigator. A low key PI with, with Doug. I like that. Doug and Patty PI. I like that a lot. Yeah. So. Patty's dad, do we get into him at all? No. But he was he was also injured in the accident that Patty's mom died. Right, right, right. Okay. He's in a wheelchair. I was going to say. Not one of those fast ones, though. I was going to say they roll up on him afterwards, and he gets injured pretty badly, but not not like the leg injury, injury that puts him in the wheelchair, and they just fucking beat him with a baseball bat. <laughs> oh, wait, so. The mom's like, yeah, now we're going to break your fucking legs. Oh. <laughs> So maybe it was just Patty's mom that knew too much. Because they, then they leave him alive. They'd just go and hunt him down after. They'd break his legs? If he lived. In the hospital? Yeah, they'd smother him. Okay. So we don't, we don't want that, because we might need him. I just want the mob to break his legs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's what you're getting at, I see. Uh, yeah. I mean, the mob is breaking his legs. It's not with, like, a pipe. Yeah, that's true. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> and the fucking mob rolls, like, they, they run him off the road. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Under the instruction of the yodeling club. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, isn't this a fucking crazy web of intrigue? I love it. Like, the, the nematode, the fucking yodeler society is in cahoots with the mafia. It's a big idea. Oh, it goes deep. It goes so deep. Disney would be foolish not to capitalize on this. No, they would. I know. But they wouldn't do it. they just do another fucking Disney's duck. Instead, what they got to do is just give us the rights. Right. And then we can produce it independently with Blumhouse Pictures. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. 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 Disney's doing a, a new streaming thing. That's right. That's a new development since the last time. Yeah, so... So yeah. maybe Netflix uh, was just pulling my chain. Yeah, they were yanking you around. Yeah. And yeah. I don't have time for it. I don't have time to get jerked around Netflix. No. Not by you. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That's all I got on season two. Since you came up with such a good ending to season one. How's season two going to end? It's got to be a cliffhanger. Got to keep them coming back. 
Well, I just I just told you my my idea. I just don't know how he executes it. What? The, well, the mayor is. Well, we we're also not going to find out who killed BB in this season. No, no. Okay, no. So yeah, I mean, you uncover the whole. Uh, who uncovers the plot though? That fucking um, the, about the yodeling society. Ch- uh, Chalky. Chalky. Okay, so you you want to roll with that? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's the son of a crooked cop who's all, who's somehow connected to them too. Somehow connected. So it makes that's even more unclear. Yeah, yeah, even more unclear. So we got a, we got a long way to go before we get to an ending. Do we? I mean, <laughs> you know how much shit just happened. <laughs> <laughs> there's just so many. There's so many questions left. Uh, that's what. That's what. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's good. Yeah. Well, we, that's why we can have six seasons in a movie. Right. At the end, I, I definitely want fucking uh mayor white to dose everybody in the town with nematode that's activated how about how about this how about that plan is uncovered by doug and patty somehow yeah, and they stop it from happening we don't know they they uncover the Another plan cliffhanger and that's the cliffhanger ending <laughs> they see that uh, mayor white is trying to you know drug everybody yeah and this mass um this mass act of mind control yeah we gotta well, yeah, we gotta have everyone at the fucking Mayor White's popular. Well, they, they though, could right? be getting ready for a gala or whatever. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Mayor White's pretty popular. He's very, he's gonna be like very popular, like extremely popular in the town. Yeah, yeah, because it's not a big town, and no one, he, no one knows about his his, his family legacy for, is pristine. Yeah, because, and no one would believe him anyway. Right, right, and he's got all this pull everywhere through the yodeling society and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Chalky's obviously going to end up... He could use Mr. Bone to get into the venue. The venue could be in the school gymnasium Yeah, for this meetup. But it would have to be everyone in town, so I was thinking it could be at, at like a park or something like that. Oh, you're thinking outdoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and okay. he doses everyone there. I don't know. He's got to give everyone something free that they'd like... Maybe like make everybody do a toast or something. He sends it to everyone's doorstep in Bluffington. It's got to be everybody in the town. That ends up fucking. But that's that's impossible. <laughs> that can't happen. Yeah, I know, but it's you know a lot of people. It could be chemically balanced to the point where it they they go like they're under some sort of control. Like yeah. they they are uh, compelled to do certain things that they want that they that uh, you know the yodelers want them to do. But they just put it in the they put it in the. the but they're not supply. they're not necessarily like outwardly uh, exhibiting craziness like people who are like strung out on nematode yeah you know yeah but chalky ends up hiring fucking doug and patty yeah uh or figure i don't know finding out about it somehow yeah well yeah doug and that's how doug and patty get involved i think chalky hires them yeah what's chalky's dad's mo like are we not (laughs) we don't dive into that either yeah i wasn't thinking that that would be find that out afterwards right you just know he's attached somehow right whether you don't know if it's good or bad either you assume bad right yeah exactly maybe it's maybe he's got a solid motive maybe he's investigating on his own yeah because the police are so uh swayed by the yodelers maybe he finds out that chalky's experimenting with nematode (laughs) and is upset and wants to go down and trace the source hope some ass yeah that could be but i'm john wick style (laughs) (laughs) but he also doesn't really care about his son that much maybe he does secretly and he's just like you know he can't express himself right he's just being yeah okay 
Where he, he realizes that he's. I, I like the unfairly. idea. I like the idea that he's been working as a policeman. Yeah, and in doing so, he can see the the roots of the organization that is controlling everything, the Yodeler Society and their goons and everything. That they are involved with the police, and he can't successfully investigate what he sees as a major problem in this city. So he has to do it on his own time. I respect that. Yeah. He's a good man, deep down. Deep down, but he's hard (laughs) to read, um, and he's just really having a tough time with the loss of his his favorite son. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe at the end he's like, Chalky, I know. I I guess you're all right. (laughs) I guess you're all right. I guess I had two favorite sons all along. But yeah. now I realize it now that the other one's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that my now that that one's dead, I have a new favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's a good way to tie it up. So, you got anything pop into mind? I'm sure we'll have some follow up on the next episode. I'm sure I'm gonna have a lot of follow up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm 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 good for now. All right, so that's the skeleton for uh, season two of Bluffington. Keep an ear out. Keep an ear to the ground. Yeah. Because we're coming. Trademark, 2019. Coming Copyright. Copywritten by cool parents. So, Bluffington. Got the script ready. Oh, yeah. J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. Hit me up. Mm-hmm. Super 9. I know. Yeah. <laughs>